Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. By the radio, one till four, then after four o'clock, John and Ken on demand the podcast. Uh, same as the radio show. Oh, uh, I tell you what, I'm looking at right now. <laughs> We've been described uh, in these interviews uh, both as radio masters. John Cobelt, Ken Champeau, and it says, comma, Radio Master. This is Conversations.Buzz. Uh, we both were interviewed oh. by a longtime uh, radio broadcaster by the name of Dave Williams. He asked if we would come on and talk about my ending my career. And uh, I'm just, just looking at both of our... But we're both described here as Radio mm. Master. That's now, right. you, Icon was the one you had the other day, right? Radio Icon. You've been uh, called a legendary voice. Okay. Well, you're. We, we're both Radio Masters in... in uh, the posting on YouTube of our interviews with Dave. They all, there was one headline, John and Ken minus Ken equals John. Well, that, that was certainly mathematically actual, true. Yes. <laughs> right. Some guy made it a math problem. I used to, uh, when you were out, just to play with it, I used to say the Just Ken show. Just. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to be John and nobody. And I like the way on your interview... Which, by the way, is three minutes longer. I'm jealous. Um, 
Jacoby's iPad is on the corner. Mine just says Kenneth Shampoo. I guess that's how your iPad. <laughs> Jacoby. <laughs> yeah. K O B Y apostrophe S. It says Jacoby's. I don't know why that became Jacoby? the name. I don't know why that became the name of my iPad. Uh, I don't remember here, doing John that. John Cobelt has been half of the most popular talk radio show in Los Angeles for 36 years. Now his partner, Ken Shampoo, is retiring. By the way, we haven't been in L.A. together for 36 years. We have been together for 36 years. Just right. to fix that. Uh, the famous John and Ken show is about to become the John Cobelt Show. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're going to call it? I don't have another idea, do you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll try to think of something flashy. <laughs> Although I, I think they're working to turn everything over to that name. I'm, I'm going to be stuck with it. I guess the first question is, what can we expect from the John Cobelt show? Okay, I'll have to watch this. I haven't watched it yet, but I meant to mention this the other day. So and, did uh, I, and I forgot. And uh, Yeah, what, this is conversations.buzz, right? Conversations.buzz. Dave Williams, who uh, read, uh, it was a, a very nice man. Yeah, yeah. He's a newsman here for a long time in Los Angeles. Right. And uh, he once had Ray Lopez as uh, a producer. Yes, because when we got canned from that other station, he replaced us. Yes, he did. And Ray was kept on for a brief time. <laughs> so uh, we discussed and, Ray a little bit. And now is it uh, confirmed that Monday will be on Fox 11? Monday we're going to be on Fox 11, the 6 o'clock news. The final uh, John and Ken televised But I can't. Interview. I have a restraining order against you. Well, we can shoot it from separate studios. Okay. You've got to be at least 50 feet away. 50 feet? That's my, what I got in the stream. Oh, restraining well, my, my order against you is 100 feet. So. Oh, twice as much. That's right. You know, I think of Hall of Notes because, um, well, that's just because we're a duo. When I made one of my first radio audition tapes, getting out of lovely broadcast school, uh, that I used one of their songs because it had a long intro. Out of Touch. Remember Out of Touch? Yes. 1984? Yes, right. that, that was a long... It had a long intro, so I used that because I said, all right, I want to get people to know my voice, but I want to have some music in the background, and you don't want a short intro, but you want something playing. And that was a hit at the time that I made the, the audition tape. So in yeah. some strange way, I'm always connected to their music because of, of that song, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they were that back then, they were really huge. I mean, just everything they released seemed to hit number one or close to it. You know, I, I just uh, realized the other day, uh, your first radio job, you replaced me in Canton, Pennsylvania. Yes. You went on to lovely Elmira. Right. But uh, which is, people don't know, they call us the Twin Tiers, New York, Pennsylvania, and Canton was you know, south and in Pennsylvania, and Elmira's on the border of New York and Pennsylvania. Yeah, Canton was in the southern, was no, this is in the, the northern, more western part well, of the state. Right. Canton was in the northern tier, which was right, the northern south tier. of the southern tier, <laughs> because New York had the southern tier, it was the bottom of the state, and Pennsylvania had the northern tier, which was the top of the state. Yeah. Everything was reversed. But yeah, I left, and then uh, they hired you to replace me, and then I went back uh, to Canton to work uh, for some extra money, and that's when we met. I, and here we go. I feel like we're already in the home, just talking mm -hmm. on the bench. Yeah. Right. Hey, remember the time? Should we save this for two weeks from today? What? Well, two weeks from today is my last show. Two weeks from today. Well, should we save what? These stories. Save no, these no, stories we, we for that show rather than drain them. <laughs> we got a lot of stories. <laughs> well, we got 36 years worth of stories. They're not all good, right? Yeah, uh, they are. Right, right. But, you, you know, I'll never forget the time you saved me with your purse. That was very nice of you. I saved you with, your, with my purse. 
Yes, we dressed up as women, and I had to barf, and you opened your purse so I could barf into your purse. Oh, you barfed into my purse. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you were you were oh. there with the catch. Where was this, and what was this for? Oh, it was Halloween. <laughs> oh, okay, all right, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it was kind of a dare. So we all went to, uh, <laughs> was it Goodwill, one of those kind of places? Yeah, I went to bad Goodwill. I don't, know, I don't know where you shop, but I went to Goodwill, yeah. I think we all did oh, together. There was, there was about to... six or eight of us. Yes. And we went to... Uh, from yeah. from bar to bar, drink to drink, and uh, you were cute. You looked like uh, well, the the, the you know, everyone said everyone looked like the church lady. That's what because that was a hot thing at the time. The church lady, Dana yeah. Carvey, Dana Carvey's character on Saturday Night Live. Well, you did, you know, and you had a, you had a purse, and then uh, you were about to throw up at one of the bars we were at, and I guess I opened my purse just in time, yeah. just in time, and I caught his uh... and escorted me out. <laughs> yes. And that was the last time I went drinking with your crew. <laughs> oh, so this was like not a radio bit. This was off air. This was no, in your this, own time. Oh, no, this, yes. This oh. was real life. This <laughs> we is had us. a hell of a lot more fun. We were on different. We were not together on the air back then. Not oh, that okay, that okay. time. That was in Elmira, and we were on different stations. So. <laughs> it was a bunch of guys your age. But yeah, we were, everybody was, was in this radio. Like a Vegas trip for me. Yeah, were, it was. It was a radio click. Guys from all different stations hanging out and. John actually had an apartment that was like around the corner from a bar. <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> that was open very late. Yeah. Very well, he was always in there. And the winters were very cold there. It was very yes. long, cold, dark winters. And I remember one night, because uh, my roommates were radio guys, I think we went out 13 nights in a row. Because Is that right? Yes. It was wow. Feb- it was February. And it was But it's nice to know that, you know, if you'd like to do that, you yeah. like to get wasted at a bar. It's right there. It's just, you don't have to get to a car, you don't have to take a Uber or anything and get a ride from somebody. And over those thirteen you just nights, kind of crawl your way back to the bed. That's right. That's what we did. It's called the old pioneer. <laughs> that's what Remember it was that? Called. That's probably long destroyed. <laughs> All right. Uh, back in the real world, uh, we're going to give you as much information as we have on what happened at the Rainbow Bridge connecting the United States and Canada at Niagara Falls. Well, a car exploded. You probably know that part by now. We're waiting to find out more details. Uh, reports are that two men died in the car. Another report says it could be one man. They do believe that they have uh, gotten... The identity of the registered owner of the car. That doesn't mean that's the person that was in the car. And uh, our best information we have is the car was actually traveling from the U.S. into Canada. But it ended up in the other lanes and then caught fire exploded. So uh, we'll update you on that story with whatever we have during the show. When we come back. Oh, this is a good one. And what does it really mean? The Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors unanimously approved an ordinance allowing staff to temporarily ban unruly people from the county's green spaces. Oh, the Times actually has to call it green spaces. Don't do that. Nobody says, hey, Rebecca Ellis, come on. Want to go take parks. Want to go take a walk in the green space? Oh, I hate that term. But that can mean a little patch of grass on the sidewalk. That's these fussy, silly... Newspaper They just writers. like the term. Green like, I'm bored with the term parks. What else can it's I use? Park. Oh, green space. How pretentious can you be? All right, but what does it really mean? We'll talk about some of the detail behind this ordinance when we return. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. You may have heard a car exploded at... Uh, the checkpoint between Canada and the United States, the Rainbow Bridge near Niagara Falls. 
The governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, is doing a press conference right now, and she said just minutes ago there is no indication of uh, terrorism. Hmm. At this time, comma, there is no indication of a terrorist attack, she said exactly. Yeah. Hmm. At this time. At this time. Yeah. So, uh, again, the story is fluid. It is a fluid story. The details uh, are changing. You must stay with us by the minute for all the updates. This car was driving 100 miles an hour and uh, hit a barrier and became airborne and crashed and blew up. Could just all be a terrible mishap. Is that what we're supposed to understand from that? I don't know. Some kind of crazy guy in the car? Medical emergency? I don't know. Had a heart attack and just lost control? They had closed all four uh, bridges in western New York that connect to Canada. Can we tell what kind of car it was? I haven't been able to figure it's that a, out. It's a white uh, sedan. Yeah, I just wonder if it was one witness cheap or higher end. Or... Well, one witness thought it was a car. Electric? <laughs> electric car. No, because well, that would burn, cars burn for a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, the battery. Uh, yeah, all four bridges in the area. Between, you know this. Between County and United States, you got the Peace Bridge, the Lewiston, uh, Queenston, the Whirlpool, and the Rainbow Bridge. They were closed for a time following that explosion on the bridge. But, uh, yeah, we'll try to bring you up to date with uh, any new developments. But that is the latest. John's right. In a news conference moments ago, the New York State Governor Kathy Hochul says, at this time, no indications of a terrorist attack. Now, back here at home, a big move by the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. All right, they passed an ordinance allowing park staff to temporarily, temporarily ban unruly people from the parks. They can hand out exclusion orders to people <laughs> exhibiting dangerous or threatening. Like that lady you ran into at that park on the west side oh, you go yeah. to? I want her given an exclusion order. She was just being loud, though, right? No, no she loud, menacing, threatening, screaming, <laughs> angry menace. A person could potentially be barred from one or more of the counties over 80 parks at one time. It broadly defines who could be subject to an exclusion order authorizing officials to temporarily ban anyone who fails to comply with applicable laws, rules, and regulations. The ban could last a month or more, depending on the severity of the offense. Would that include uh, setting up a tent and uh, urinating, defecating, using drugs, leaving needles around, yelling at people? No, that's not unruly. What makes you think that's unruly? That's normal now. Well, what, what is, well that's what's the definition of unruly. Be unruly, you probably have to take out a knife and start stabbing people. That's unruly. That is, ticket you. that is unruly. Well, I hope this targets uh, homeless people. I hope this targets the mental patients now, that wander. it's not supposed to be a broad brush well, to go after homeless people. And again, it's the unhoused. You're, uh, to be more specific, your unhoused neighbors. <laughs> unhoused Angelino neighbors. Now, it says here only executive management staff will be the ones issuing and approving the citation. So what if there's not one around when you have this unruly person? Whether uh, who's ever at the park, have to call them and get them to come exec- here and write a ticket? Executive management staff. That's rich. <laughs> oh, they all have titles. What, Everyone has titles. Well, wait, wait a second. Well, who's the executive at a public park? Uh, Where well, is somebody that oversees that the parks, right? Yeah, and it wouldn't he'd be in an office downtown, wouldn't he? They have park rangers. They still they have those in L.A. County. They actually have them where I live, and there's only like two parks. But there's a guy who drives around in a truck says park ranger. I'm like, really? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I see, what do you do all day? I, I see a park maintenance people who, you know, groom the uh, the trees and the shrubbery and the grass and all that mm. and keep it clean. But I, I I don't know about executives. 
The Park Safety Ordinance is a proactive measure to deter negative behavior and actions that compromise safety to ensure everyone feels safe and respected while enjoying our respected. beautiful L.A. County parks. I got some of them have to be overrun with homeless. No, I. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. MacArthur Park. Oh, yeah, I forgot about MacArthur Park. Yeah, is there... And Griffith Park's had homeless, right? Griffith Park? Oh, yeah. They had camps. Yeah, they, had, they, had, they had a fire there, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's that uh, Nithya Raman story we did. So, I mean, I don't... Is this, is this for real, or is this another uh, sheet Well, listen of to this. They did a survey. 40% of Park's employees had been threatened, harassed, or physically attacked while at work. Half said it happened at least three times. Well, of course, it's homeless people, right? They're not well, saying that in this story, but that's what it is. Well, what, but it, oh, for the so when the employees complain, they'll start excluding uh, crazy vagrants. When the public was complaining, like oh, mothers point. and children, yeah, I, I that's been going on for five years, right? No, I, I haven't heard of this exclusionary rule. But the, the difference is you don't have to go to the park anymore. If you work there and you want to make a living, you have to report there every day and these homeless uh, people coming we after all, you. We all paid for this park. Uh, the union head said the status quo is our workers are being harassed and assaulted and spit upon. Oh, and of course he adds, I think there's a worsening mental health crisis. You think? Wow. What did I say yesterday? I feel bad for the cops and I guess the park employees because while we're letting the mentally ill walk around on the streets, this is who runs into them. This is who has to deal with them, right? You, 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 you have to, uh, I don't know. Are they ever going to arrest these people and just put them away? I mean, listen to this story. Carissa Perez, a recreation services supervisor, said that she was locking up Sunshine Park in La Puente. Ever been to Sunshine Park? <laughs> 9 p.m. at night, a man followed her into a park building and hid beside a soda machine. That's not a vagrant. He looked at me and I felt that he was going to attack me. I ran to my car. I locked myself in and cried. Keep our park safe, holding signs behind well, but you, you. But to do that is not just filing paperwork against random crazy people. You have to clear all the homeless out of the city and just uh, start arresting people. And, uh, and, 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 listen and, to how tough this is. A person who violates the order could be charged with a, a misdemeanor. Oh, well. A misdemeanor. Well, that's not. he's not going to get jailed then. He's going to get more no, paper. You get a little citation, they, right? Yeah. No, what they do, the government just deals by creating more paper. That's their response to everything. It says here they're going to keep a database of those excluded from the park. A database. A database. We have a database of sex Unruly offenders. list. I thought they used the word unruly. Unruly. Yeah, I heard somebody say this morning, I hope this isn't going to be used to target the unhoused. I, I hope it is. I absolutely <laughs> hope it is. This better be uh, targeting the unhoused. I'm, I'm sick of them. I don't want to hear any more excuses. In fact, and it should be based on behavior. If your behavior is bad, you should be put away. I don't care about your excuse. You're unhoused. You got a drug addiction. You got a mental illness. Bye, 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 bye. Sure, everybody has a problem. Stop it. I don't want to see that in the park anymore. So you go behind bars. They're not generally evicting the vagrants from the parks, but so that wouldn't be grounds for giving them unruly notice. But I guess if they get up and start throwing whiskey bottles at people, maybe that's being unruly. Hey, I don't know if how they're in works. the park, they're taking a crap in the park. That's unruly. That's, but animals do that, so. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, <laughs> you don't ticket the animals, I do, or evict them. Animals uh, have special privileges. All right, we'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere, iHeartRadio.
Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio, one till four. And after four o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. It looks like this uh, terrorism scare yes. at the Rainbow Bridge near Niagara Falls is a dud. They say the driver that uh, crashed his car and the thing exploded believed to be a casino player who frequently crossed the U.S.-Canadian border. No criminal history. He and his passengers his passenger uh, are thought to be Americans. Why were they going 100 miles an hour then? Or very fast. They don't know. Too early to call it an accident, says the governor, Kathy Hochul. They're looking to see if there was a motive behind the crash, but she stressed multiple times there's no evidence that it was terrorism related. Mm. Good casinos across the border there in Canada, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe Indian casinos. Remember. The story is still fluid. It is fluid, yes. What you just read may not be the case in an hour. So stay tuned. But uh, that is, doesn't, that's sad enough. Seems like well, we'll run uh, down the whole story after 3 o'clock. Yeah. And maybe whatever John just read changes or not. Again, Kathy Hochul just said 20 minutes ago that uh, there's no evidence of a terrorist attack at this time. 
So there you go. Uh, it could all be just yeah, some sort of medical emergency or car malfunction or a crazy something. person. Very happy he won at the casino and just very happy, or uh, maybe blew all his money. Oh right, the other one right. He's drunk. Who knows? Today is November twenty second, twenty twenty three. So what does that mean? Sixty years ago today, JFK was killed in Dallas. A couple of stories popped up. This one of the only. I believe the only known survivor involved with the limos that day as it went through Dilly Plaza is a man by the name of Clint Hill. He's oh, 91. The uh, Secret Service guy. Who jumped up on the back of the limo to shield both the president and the first lady. Yeah, he's, he's got always a, been known for that. He's got a book out. That's right. He was assigned to Jackie Kennedy in 1960 and he's doing interviews. And the first thing he said was, well, when I started working, Eisenhower would just go, hey, you agent. But with the Kennedys, they were very personal. They wanted to know your name, if you had a wife, if you had children. Uh, but he still feels a lot of guilt. He thinks he could have been quicker and done something, maybe taken the bullet, one of the bullets. Yeah, I, Kennedy. I read a long interview with him uh, some weeks ago. And uh, I, I don't know why he's beaten himself up for 60 years. It eventually drove him out of uh, the Secret Service. Yeah, he no... retired young because he was just so you can't mentally... Stop. You can't stop a bullet that's being fired from the sixth floor of a building that, uh, while, uh, while you're in That's a the other thing. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Did you see who got involved in this? Rob Reiner. Oh, I saw. Yeah. A 10-episode podcast, Who Killed JFK? On the iHeartRadio app, by the way. Oh, look at that. Good cross-promotion. Um, I may listen to it. I don't know. I mean, he's not. we're not fans of his. <laughs> Because of his politics. But anyway, uh, he didn't want to give away. He did an interview about the podcast. It's like 10 episodes. Yeah. But he definitely believes uh, more than one gunman. Apparently so do a lot of Americans. Did you see that poll? Yeah. That well, directed everybody towards today? There's there's just two. 50% of eligible voters believe multiple people were involved in the Kennedy assassination. That doesn't mean multiple gunmen, but... But uh, 28% just believe Oswald alone did all this. Well, there's too much funky stuff about it. That's never been explained. Yeah. And I think that was the first government report that uh, in modern times where people looked at it and says, eh, this smells. Government's not telling <laughs> the us the Warren truth. Commission, right. They're holding stuff back. I mean, some, the, 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 the magic bullet has bothered me since I was a kid. I didn't understand the physics behind that. <laughs> that was a long they, explanation, right? They, they got to explain. That's the bullet that passed through Kennedy and into John Connolly? Is that yeah, the... but hit Connolly. It, like, passed through Kennedy's neck, hit Connolly in the back, then hit him in the wrist. Like, it had to make a, a sharp 90-degree left turn. Right. And, uh, I, you know, I, 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 every every because I used to read a lot about the Kennedy assassination. I was fascinated with it. But it, it, nobody ever explained how that could happen. Unless it was a second bullet coming from a different direction. Right. So. Right. And, of course, uh, famously, the Zapruder film. Yes. And, of course, that wasn't made public. It was seen for the first time by Geraldo in 1975. Did you see that? And that's, that started the whole grassy knoll theory. That there right. was at least another gunman. Right. Because just the, 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 the way the, had, the president was hit. He no had way. so many enemies. There were so many plausible people who wanted to uh, kill John Kennedy, like the mob, for example, right? Because uh, John Kennedy had a, was sharing a girlfriend with the head of the Chicago mob, Sam Giancana. Right. It was a woman named Judith Exner. So it could have been that. Or right. his brother, Robert Kennedy, 
was uh, the attorney general, and he was going after the mafia with uh, all the might that he had. He was trying to destroy the mafia. So they could have taken John out right. because of what his brother was doing. So that that's really plausible. Yeah. Then you have the Cold War going on with the Russians. I I don't know. And it was kind of weird that that this 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 nightclub owner Jack Ruby came out of nowhere and shot Oswald on live <laughs> that's television. Another, that's another great story. I right? know. It's like, well, why would you do that? Why don't you? Why it's Sunday morning? Why aren't you sitting home? You 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 show up with your own gun and take out uh, Oswald on live TV. He was very personally affected. Uh, uh, I thought he was a fan of Kennedy, and he just well, did not sure. stand a lot of people to see were. this. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Your parents might have been fans of well, Kennedy. Well, the rumors they... the mob hired him too to take out who they hired to kill well, Kennedy. Well, you something. know, he was. I don't know. I don't. I don't have. I don't have an opinion. I just have suspicion. I guess is where I am. And probably uh, the reason only... I, yeah, certainly Oswald was involved because a lot of people forget he he killed a police officer that day too. Uh, they finally found him in a movie theater, but. Uh, on his way of trying right. to, to get away, he uh, encountered a Dallas well, police officer and, and, and shot him to death. An innocent guy wouldn't kill a cop on the way out. So he definitely no. shot Kennedy from the uh, school book depository. But it could be they had backup somewhere could lower be. down just in case, you know, the bullets from that far up did not hit the target. Though. Right. He, he, you know, he could have been he could have been hired by somebody. He could have had extra guys there. Uh, who knows? I know. And this. But, Obviously, after 60 years, this just becomes... Well, everybody's dead now. There's been so much exploring of this, right? Remember we had uh, Vincent Bugliosi on years ago? He had a book out on this? Yeah. I actually just looked up his book to refresh my memory as to what he said about it. And he, he Bugliosi was the prosecutor in the Manson case. And just one of the most brilliant guys you'll ever meet in your life. We had him on several times. Every time. Oh, sharp guy. Oh, yeah. my God. His brain What we was... call the one-question guest. <laughs> yes. You ask him one question, he goes off because you know as an attorney, you could just you know just do a whole narrative in court. One time, we had him on. I don't think you were you were working that day. No, I was not. I remember uh, this story. Though. Right, I heard and, part of that show. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it was. I, I had we had four segments, and I decided you know I'm only going to get four questions, so I picked four questions. I forget which book it was. And uh, yeah, I would answer, ask the first question. It would be like a two-line question. And then poof, there you go, eight, 10 minutes. That was the answer. And then you go to question number two, poof, eight, 10 minutes. It was amazing. I mean, fascinating, extremely compelling. I mean, one of yeah, one the of book the, was called Reclaiming History, the Assassination of President John F. Kennedy by Vincent Bugliosi, who did, who did pass away. Yeah. Didn't he? Yes, he did. He did uh, some years ago. But he's, uh, you know. But did he, he conclude that it was a single gunman? I yes. Guess that, he, he, he did. Yeah, he said there was just no evidence to support any of these theories. And his attitude was, and he, he goes, he said he would tell juries this. He goes, I'll, I'll agree that three people can keep a secret, but only if two of the people are dead. He says it's <laughs> a good way to put it. There's right. no way 50 or 60 years pass without other people talking if there was a grand conspiracy. There's right. just no way without stuff leaking out. Somebody's got to talk. It's inhuman. It's very difficult for people to keep secrets. It really is. And 1612 pages, this book. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> With lots of references and sightings. Oh, yeah. In fact, at the time when he sold the book, I think uh, what came with the book was a CD-ROM with like 1,600 extra facts to support his research. Yeah, this book was published in 2007, so that's yeah. probably when you spoke to him uh, yeah. last. That, that was uh, 
Yeah, he was a very sharp guy. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, maybe I, that's what I'll do with my retirement. I'll just read his book. Uh, 1,600 pages could take me a few Read months. all his books. Remember, I think we had him on once. He was yes, about proving the existence of God. He, that's right. That, that, that I do remember that, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> he really went big with that one. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, coming up right after the news at 3 o'clock, we'll tell you all we can and all the information that's constantly changing about the explosion of a car today, uh, the U.S.-Canada border. It is known as the Rainbow Bridge, connecting Niagara Falls, New York, to Niagara Falls, Canada. And the best we understand right now at the moment it may have been a gambler who had frequented casinos who was crossing over, and we don't know the reasons for the car going very fast and then bursting into flames. But uh, it is believed for now there are two people dead, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll get to all of that coming up after the news at 3 o'clock. Boy, it seems like I'm looking at Axel Rose accused of sexually assaulting a former penthouse model in a new lawsuit. 1989. Is it 1989. Come on. And I saw another one this morning. Another singer was accused of uh, like a 1980s or 90s sex assault. I can't remember who it was. It, but, it, uh, it, it, it's to force a settlement and uh, shake, shake out some money. But are they as wealthy, these stars, as they were when they were at the top of their... Uh, I don't know. Unless, you know, they blew it all up their nose. They... <laughs> That's Guns and Roses, right? Actually, right. Roses. I mean, I don't know. Some, guy, some guys uh, manage their money and others don't. But still, 35 I just flat out don't believe you if you wait 35 years for anything. There's, I just don't. So get out of here. They were traumatized and afraid to come forward. Especially when you're going after. We've been over this a thousand times. No, no, no but 35 years, stop it. You were traumatized that night. You should have You should have gone to the police that night. All right, well, a lot of people are, oh, we didn't get the holiday travel report. Dang it, I forgot. Very heavy traffic. We had... Reporters, John, all over the place at the gas stations, we the did. airports, the train stations. Yes. <laughs> uh, the scooter stops, <laughs> the jogging paths. Maybe. We had bicycle paths. Yeah. We had everybody ready today. Actually, one report I said, was, I saw was it's kind of a bust. It was not anything really bad for a lot of travelers. So it's not a big deal like it usually uh, is. I, I think a lot of people are uh, spreading it out across the week. And you know I mean, why that is? Because people don't work anymore. A lot no. of them work from home, and they work when they want to. Right. So everything's flexible. But what was a what was a single holiday when I was a kid? My dad only took Thanksgiving off. Right, he had to be back at the factory on Friday, and then on yes. Saturday. So there was no such thing as a holiday weekend. He just had uh, one uh, one night to have a Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, now the, the, everybody now, takes a whole week. Right? Last night the traffic was insane. And I'm, I'm oh, looking, that's Tuesday. I know. I, I heard that the, the airports were loading up as early as last Friday for people. Well, I'm sure like, yeah, they take a whole week. Yeah, people were taking like ten days off. You leave on Friday, you don't have to be back till a week from Monday. You got you got ten days off, and then uh, and, and then yesterday, I, I was looking at this these photos this morning of the 405, and it was all red lights and white lights, and I thought, wait, last night was Tuesday, night. So I nobody works anymore. Just, I, I, the pandemic actually changed a lot of people's behaviors in terms of what jobs they're going to do, what hours they're going to work, and put them more in charge. 
Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the traffic now. People oh, are sick lazy. Alert. It's, it's pretty, I mean, it's heavy in the, you know, the usual places near downtown with the 5 and the 10 and stuff. But uh, I told one of my sons It doesn't this. look really crazy. I told one of my sons, people are so lazy now. I go, you guys got it made. Because uh, all you got to do is show up every day, and you're gonna you're gonna do really well. Because every every <laughs> be the best employee ever. Exactly. Yeah. Just show up every. You don't even have to do anything. Well, uh, there can sometimes be nothing worse these days than being on a plane. Because along with what John just said about people, people who probably didn't fly in their younger years are now just flying everywhere because America just loves to travel. And uh, it seems like more and more what I call off-the-chart incidents. And why do so many of them involve people going to the bathroom? Uh, we told you the story a couple of weeks ago of apparently uh, a guy that had an accident in the aisle. Remember that? And it was pulled yeah. all the way down the aisle as he tried to make it to the restroom. Or uh, Today, uh, we have a woman who was on a Frontier Airlines flight. I've never taken... You know, I took Frontier years ago. Right, but uh, I have not taken. I kept thinking it was Spirit, but it's Frontier Airlines. Well, both of them. Well, every now and then, a snarky flight attendant will tell you you can't use the restroom, especially the ones near the cockpit. They just because the, maybe the pilot's going to come out and take a right. poop or a pee, so they block. Like they stand there and physically block you. I don't know if that's the case here, but apparently a flight attendant told this woman that you can't go to the restroom right now, and uh, she had a bit of a meltdown, and she started to pull down her pants to pee in the aisle. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, we have, uh, yeah, we have uh, some of the audio of uh, what this man what, sounded like. I, I, I don't know. Let's listen. I'm ready to pee over here. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? Oh. I don't give a f no f you. I gotta go pee. I don't give a f you. Here comes an announcement. Please pull your pants back up. Uh, thank God for cell phones. We have to play that again. That was yeah, that was too good. You play the whole thing again. And I love the horrified noise. She pulls her pants down. I guess is why I was trying to hear her. Go, oh, gasp! Was she a big lady? Uh, yeah, have you seen was. the picture? She was a big she, lady. She yeah, that's big. right. That's yeah, why she was, is. Uh, she is pretty sturdy. That's yeah. why they were screaming. Is she wearing a mask? Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? Oh, I don't give a. No, you. I gotta go pee. We have. I don't give a. You're not on the next. Oh, look at the video. Oh my God. Oh, and yes, Eric, she does have a mask around her chin. She pulled it down <laughs> so she could yell at everybody. But, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize she pulled it yeah, down. Yeah, you can see it in the video. It's down around her neck. But she, she's worried about getting... Think about this. She's worried about getting COVID on the plane, but she's okay with peeing in the aisle. I gotta go pee! Come on! Frontier, Sometimes huh? I think these are fake, that these people do this for a performance theater. No? Can it be real? I... <laughs> it always 
always wondering if that happens on my flight, am I going to get mad or am I just going to laugh and realize what <laughs> crazy world this is and whip out my phone and just enjoy it? I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm watching it. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. She does quickly pull her pants no. up. Yeah, she's hefty. Oh. Wow, what trash. I don't what think she actually trash. went, but she acted like she was going to if you don't get me into that bathroom. I don't Man. know what happened after this. And is that a violation? Can she be cuffed and... Uh. Yeah, yeah, that should violate federal law. Yeah. They say it was a flight from somewhere in Florida to Philadelphia. Yeah. No, that, that about works. Oh, yeah, because I just we just flew a few months ago from Florida to Philadelphia to go see my brother. Yeah. And Frontier has the, has the cheap prices. And it's oh. tempting when you see the price. It's like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I got MFP! Yeah, that's who's next to you. That in spirit. Don't go for the cheap prices. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we'll uh, see what we can give you as far as any new information about the explosion, oh uh, car explosion on a bridge connecting the U.S. and Canada, uh, the Niagara Falls. Uh, this is the Rainbow Bridge. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. And uh, Sandy Wells, live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television 
today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 